Welcome to Category Is. I'm Maurice. And I'm Justin. And welcome back for another week of Categories. Yes. Yeah. Second week of January. Yeah. It's almost February. We can drink again. <laughs> I know. Because let me tell you, this month has been difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. It's the start of a year. So, you know, it's like getting back into the groove after the holidays and, you know, back on the grind. Cleanse that liver. Yeah. And them kidneys or whatever. Yeah, everything. All of it. <laughs> so how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Uh, didn't really do much as usual. On Saturday it snowed, so we um, kind of just walked around the city and like played in the snow and stuff uh-huh. like that. And just had a, a little, you know, nice walk. And then I really spent the rest of the weekend um, planning a trip for the summer. So well, where are you going? Yeah, well, you guys will find out soon enough. Okay. okay. <laughs> but you know how I do. I like to have like everything, do my research. Child, you vacation know, have everything planned, planned out, make my your, folder. Your, folder. <laughs> your, your itinerary folder. Yeah. Wake up this time, breakfast this time. You, you have, uh, I mean, it's not like that detailed. You have an attire suggestions. This well, is what yeah. you should wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was just, you know, doing preliminary research on that. And so Fun. in the coming weeks, it should be getting that finalized. So. Somewhere tropical? Actually, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Somewhere adventurous. Adventurous. Okay. Yeah. 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 All so right. Be doing that. And then that's pretty much it. You know, the week was a good week because it started off with uh, my alma mater, Clemson University. Winning the National College Football Championship. Yay, go Tigers. So, go Tigers. They're actually going to the White House today. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. So, well, mm, yeah. Mm. But that person whose skin color actually matches one of the <laughs> colors. Oron. <laughs> yeah. So he was on the news today talking about how he was going to have like a fast food buffet, burgers and pizza and all of that for the players. Because As that's if what they, they eat like. that shit. Right. He said that's what they like, so. Because he would know. Because he's well, an athlete. I guess. With that waistline. <laughs> right. Oh, sis. Have a mm-hmm. seat. But that was about it. How okay. was your week? Here we go. Uh, my weekend was fun, eventful, uh-huh. uh, and I'm somewhat battling a little bit of a, a cold. You so sound a little sound stuffy. A, a little bit congested. Yeah, Because yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. Friday night, I uh, went out and had a lovely time. Oh, what'd you uh, do? Having a... Uh, it was a date night, but okay. uh, we had courtside seats mm-hmm. at the Sixers game. That's right. That's right. So it was my first time sitting courtside. Oh, look at you. you know, had all the fancy drinks and mm-hmm. all the shrimps. Oh, my God. And about, <laughs> so, you know, I went backstage. Uh-huh. I've never been. Well, that's what I kept calling it, oh, and okay. I was laughing because you yeah. know I'm a theater concert mm-hmm. arts person. Mm-hmm. So we're at the basketball game. Mm-hmm. And we're like right on the court, like you can see them sweating. Oh wow! And they're like really, really, they're they're, they're bigger. Well, I remember being a little boy and watching basketball on uh-huh. TV, and I was like, "Oh, these men are huge, mm-hmm. and these guys are big or, or taller than me." Yeah, but they look like little boys. I'm like, oh, <laughs> look at these little boys. They're like little high school well, college probably, boys. Some of them are like right. young, like in their twenties. But the fun, fun part—the mm-hmm. game was awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. It was nice to watch world-class athletes doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But what I enjoyed was the bottomless cocktails. And they come up and they bring you cocktails oh, and really? chicken and peach fries with the dip and cheese. And then, you know, I like to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in the back, they had endless scrimps. So I was eating all of the scrimps. <laughs> all of the scrimps. That's so black. <laughs> yes. I was like, where are the scrimps? <laughs> I wow. want them all. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my Friday night. 
then early, early Saturday, mm-hmm. got up and went to the mountains. Okay. And went skiing in the Poconos. Nice. So, you know, did my thing. Yeah, I haven't been skiing in a while. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you know, I go every year. Uh-huh. I go a couple times in the winter. Okay. So, you know, I was doing my slalom and my moguls and all that jazz, you know, mm-hmm. giving you, um, you know, black gay. Uh, who was the white chick that was dating uh, T- Tiger Woods? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm. Her. Giving, well, I, I'm giving you Gay Gus Kenworthy. Is he even a a, a skier? I thought he was. No, a, he does something. I don't know. Yeah, I was giving you Black Gus Kenworthy. Okay. Tease on the mountain because you know I'm I, I'm a cute little skier now, and okay. I went up with all my little accoutrements. Yeah. And gear. Okay. Then um a whole bunch of us went back to the Airbnb, mm-hmm. and um just had food and mm-hmm. beverage and okay. played games and yeah. got. You know, drunk and nice. then woke up. Next morning, I made a lovely breakfast for everyone. You know, I had to show my skills in the kitchen. Okay. You know, I made my, my famous shrimp and grits. Okay. With the shrimp from the basketball game? No, you know what? I should, if I was smart, <laughs> yeah. if I was smart now, I would have I would have put them shrimps uh-huh. in my pocket. Yep. Damn. I'm fucking up. Fucking up. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, then we just drove back to the city mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, just had a little afternoon of shopping mm-hmm. it didn't even it snow in the Poconos but when we got back to the city there was all this snow yeah, yeah. and it was much much colder like in the Poconos I was walking around without a jacket oh, wow. <laughs> and then down here it was freezing yeah. so then we just did some um, you know afternoon shopping mm-hmm. like lunch and okay. then I went and saw if Beale Street could talk how was that <sighs> good okay shout out to Regina King Regina King yeah was amazing okay. she master class mm-hmm. and I love Barry Jenkins. I love the way that he shoots film, mm-hmm. the color, the score was like a beautiful, beautiful score, and it kind of like changed, like the cadence of the arrangement, just ever right. so slightly to match the mood okay. of whatever was happening on the film at the time, mm-hmm. and it was just beautiful to watch. But was it a good movie though? Was because it was it? Because you know, it didn't touch me. I, there was without giving away too much. Uh-huh. There were certain aspects in the movie when it came to talking about the criminal justice system and how it treats black men felt a little heavy handed and unnecessary and it detracted from the film and it just being a human story. It felt too um, professorial. So that's why I didn't care for that. And then um, it was difficult. All the actors did amazing, specifically Regina King. Mm -hmm. There were certain things in the film that I like, especially about how the family handled what many would have considered bad news. That was beautiful. How the family... Regina King, uh, that was the mother of, mm-hmm. stuck together and okay. worked with one another. That was just beautiful to see a black family like that. Okay. Because you don't have that depiction often mm-hmm. in uh, the media or right, in entertainment. Right, definitely. But um, I just, I get the main character who uh, was a female lead, she was good. And she played her role the way that she was supposed to. But I think I just would have liked to have seen someone else cast in that role. Okay. And that's okay. all. Yeah. But yeah, go see it. Support. Mm-hmm. All right. So yes, y'all. Let's get into what you what you what you what you drinking. What you drinking? What you drinking? What you what you drinking? Not much in January. <laughs> well, I mean, we got a few more weeks left, so we're doing our no drink January again. So this week I made a cocktail, and we're gonna call it the Sweet Auburn, which is kind of a play on the neighborhood in Atlanta, which is a Sweet Auburn neighborhood. It's like a really historic district in the city. And it was called like the 
richest black district in the world, basically, because they have a lot of black owned businesses. And oh, lovely. It went through like a revi- revitalization um, recently. So I thought we was doing this drink to honor Martin Luther King. That's what it plays into. Okay. So MLK, the historic site, and I think his birth home actually is in the Sweet Auburn district. I thought he was born in Alabama. Child. Well, anyway, we know him for Atlanta. <laughs> right. Hey, Atlanta. Right. MLK is in Atlanta. So this drink consists of peach iced tea. Mm. Some fresh lemon juice, elderflower syrup, kind of like Saint Germain, but without, without the alcohol. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take that, you muddle some peach preserves and some fresh basil leaves. You put, you know, those three things in, shake it up, and then top it off with some club soda. And you know, that's it. it's so refreshing. Yeah, and it tastes so delicious. I'm not a fan of art- artificial peach. Yeah, me neither. Except for my favorite candy, peachios. Mm-hmm. You love peachios, child. Every time I go and see, <laughs> and you know what, I have. Every time I go on CVS, mm-hmm. I got to get my PTOs. <laughs> but when I go to Wawa, I get Albanese PTOs. Oh, they're okay. a little expensive. Yeah, they're, they're the highest more... quality yeah, PTO yeah. you can eat. That brand, they have good gummy bears. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the bougie mm-hmm. gelatin candies. Yeah, yeah. But well, yes, this, this is awesome. This is yeah. my favorite mocktail we've had thus really? far. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. I didn't think it was going to be yeah. as good as it was. And the lavender really lemonade good. last week was good, but this yeah. beats it. This, yeah, this does top it, so... Okay. Yeah. The recipe is on our Instagram, so be sure to check that out. Category is pod. You should subscribe and follow us there. Definitely. Okay, child. Well, let's get to the categories this week. Oh, we got a lot of categories. Categories are so, abundant and get healthy. Ready. Category is entertainment hot mess. The hottest. The hottest. Yeah. Mess of. I don't know why. You know, I'll be talking surviving R. Kelly. I'm exhausted. Are you? I'm I'm over. I've been over it. I okay. didn't even watch the documentary, but just looking at it on Instagram and social media, and now everyone is coming out with all these things. It's just too much. Like it's I, a lot. I just can't. It's a lot. Yeah, especially for something again. I'm like, y'all acting like this is like new. It's brand new. It yeah. is known. Yeah, it's been known. But we're just gonna hit y'all with a quick recap and mm-hmm. update of the things that have transpired since Robert has had additional claims, or or the claims have become to the light mm-hmm. in the Surviving R. Kelly Lifetime docu-series. Yeah. Since then, Lady Gaga released a iOS press release <laughs> statement <laughs> saying, oh, it was a Twitter, it was a Twitter statement. Okay. Saying that, okay. you know, she's a survivor of sexual assault herself, that when she made that song with him, she was in a really dark place in her life, and that she sincerely apologized and she supports all women who are victims of sexual abuse and assault. And that, um, you know, if she, she wishes that she were at the place she is in her life now so that she would have made a different decision back then. But it's like, you know, 20 hindsight's twenty twenty. But again, right. when she made that song, it was known. Oh, yeah. So again, it's hard because it's like, I believe her, but it's also like, it's a little too late, sis. So what I want her to do is take all of that money that you made off of that song and donate it to charity to support know, the victims of sexual violence. But I think that Lady Gaga will. I don't I think, think she will. I think she's she that won't. kind of she's that kind of bitch. She will. Let me see it. Okay. Well, she, she did pull all her that. songs from that's the song with R. Kelly from all streaming services. But she already got paid for it though. Well, I mean, well, you can no longer listen to it, and she will no longer get paid from it, and he <laughs> will no longer get paid from it in the paid future. From it. But that's the thing. I know that there was something she also did that song with Christina Aguilera, and I I couldn't help but wonder, and I mm-hmm. couldn't find anything if. The reason that she did the Christina Aguilera rendition was mm-hmm. because of some backlash with the R. Kelly stitch. 
What song was that? Do what you want, what you want with my body. That's what it's called. Okay. Again, did she turn that money back in, though? She already got paid. I mean, to me, it's... Okay, great. You want to take this stand now. But, like you said, that's hindsight. It's, It's in the past. You already got paid from it. You already profited from it. So, instead of putting out this statement, it rings hollow to me because it's like... She needs to do something. You to need make to do it something exactly, right. exactly. And then Celine Dion also pulled her music mm-hmm. under Angel mm-hmm. um, with R. Kelly. Yeah, um, it's just a difficult. I, I can see how it's a difficult position for these people, but they they have to. And in the world of social media, mm-hmm. in the world of you know Me Too that's but happening presently, mm-hmm. people want to see some action. But they're not acting, as you said. She went into Twitter. Her in her ios notes or whatever and typed out a statement and posted it on social media but where's the action behind that that took probably 20 minutes knowing you know her and that, then that is an like, action though i would argue that's an action and she pulled the song okay but she still made money off of it she still profited off of it to so say i think that you're she's asking for it, a further step right if you're going to say you know these statements that you made on twitter or social media or whatever okay that's one thing but then now what are you going to do retroactively right do something you know like i said take that money that you made off of it and not necessarily it. reparations or um but in a sense, or restitution in, in a sense yeah but it's the idea behind restitution yeah, like, yeah. i get it i see what mm-hmm. you're saying his daughter also released a i don't know what that was it wasn't no ios press release but it was just white writing on black mm-hmm. and it was really just it was hard to read but she basically said her name was abu baka <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure but she basically said, I've lived with my father. I know who he is. We've known this for a long time. Um, I haven't had a relationship with him. I, I haven't spoken to or seen him in years. And she was like, you know, she's beyond devastated. And that this whole raising this issue up again, because right. this is not the first, second, third, nor fourth time. Yeah, probably won't be the last. Yeah. And it won't. Uh, she's like, it's it's causing her family a lot of pain. Right. And she was like, you know, don't take her silence for meaning that she doesn't care. Because mm-hmm. she does, but like, realize that it's affecting her in a different and unique way as well. Right. Right. Uh, the uh, There's also investigation in Georgia that mm-hmm. has been opened. Yeah, I saw that. So, uh, we'll see what they find. Um, but the statute of limitations is up though, right? So, yeah, the statute of limitations... I believe with regard to sex crimes mm-hmm. and especially sex crimes involving minors right, is right. Uh, treated a bit differently. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not going to speak specifics because mm-hmm. I just am not going to. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I read that they changed the stipulations in Illinois. So. Right. Uh, also in Illinois, I heard that he, his Trump Tower residence in, in Chicago, uh-huh. uh, he was going in and there was alleged to be two women who were being held hostage or captive in that residence wow. and the police approached him there. Uh, I also read that the state of Illinois denied him a concert permit. Um, I want to know on what basis they did that legally. I'm not defending him, okay? But like, what legal basis did they deny it? You know, I'm just interested to know. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, there's also been two more allegations Uh that have come forward based upon a call from Chicago, or uh, what county is that again? Cook. Cook, Yes, I'm sorry, Cook Mm -hmm. County district attorney Mm -hmm. to have investigation into the matter so you know this is developing i do think that from what i can recall Mm -hmm. this has been the most forceful response okay to claims 
that are not new. Right. But I think that that is also a lot that has been backed by the culture, right. by the Me Too movement, by the Time's Up movement, that we're sending a clear message that this kind of behavior is not acceptable nor tolerated and that there will be swift consequences for such conduct. So are they... I guess my question is, are they just trying to... I don't know. I guess are they just trying to get him on something now? Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure just, what the yeah. the goal is. Mm-hmm. I think that... And it's kind of hard for me, right? Because I, I personally choose not to listen to R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't necessarily know that his music should be, you know, mm-hmm. taken off of platforms. Because if we look at artists throughout history, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have any art. Basically. People are problematic and people have great great flaws some people have great uh, pain and disease and have done atrocious acts but that doesn't necessarily take from their art okay because of how i relate and respect the me too movement mm-hmm. in my own personal decisions right. i choose not to listen to r kelly if other people choose to that is their decision okay. i don't think that his art should necessarily be taken off of that should not be available Right. I do think that he well, should have his character assassinated, which is happening. Exactly, but, but I don't. I don't, I don't listen to his music because it hasn't been good in a long time. It hasn't been good since yeah. ever. I never thought he was that great at either. I mean, trapped in the closet was cute for like the first three or four of them, but then now he's like. I liked what he did with the Isley Brothers. That was cute. yeah, that was good um, with Mr. Big and all that. Yeah, that was cute. But like ever since then. He hasn't been hot. Well, he's always been to me, so. trash. Well, to me. Well, that's all we're going to talk about, R. Kelly. <laughs> right. But going on from one sexual predator to another. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, sexual exploits or sexual predators, a category here, evidently. But this story broke last week mm-hmm. after we left like the right studio. After we left, yeah. And we would be remiss if we did not discuss it. So, do you want to talk about it, Maurice? Yes. So, Ed, so this case is against um, Ed Buck, who I don't even know what his job title is or what he does. I think he rose to fame in like the nineteen late 1980s uh-huh. as some political donor. Yeah, he, dem- he, um, he don- donates to the Democratic Party, but did he switch? He's, he's a former Republican. I okay. believe he switched to the Democratic now he's, Party. Okay. So, the L.A. County Sheriff's um, Office has been investigating a couple of deaths that happened under suspicious circumstances um, at his home in L.A. So the first one... In West Hollywood. Oh, excuse me. West Hollywood, <laughs> which is pretty gay, right? It's very like, gay. Like a very gay section of the Don't city. Don't get gayer. Yeah. <laughs> West Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. So the first one occurred, I think, in 2017, and the body of a 26-year-old black man who died of a methamphetamine overdose happened at his home. Um, There was drug paraphernalia all around. And then fast forward to recently, and then another black man who was 55 was found dead in Buck's apartment last week. And to my knowledge, we haven't gotten the toxicology report confirming such for the, for the second, second death one. that most recently happened. But, but the issue here is is, mm-hmm. is Buck targeting black men specifically? Mm. And, you know, to what extent 
is the drug use voluntary or involuntary? Right. I think those are the questions that are being right, raised. Right, right. Uh, again, I'm not spec not speculating, but I know that at least one of those men was a sex worker, mm-hmm. and that just again I support sex workers, but I don't. And being a sex worker doesn't mean that you should, you know, be, be killed or murdered or. But I I, right. I I I kind of my hunch is is that, you know, either these people were trading sex for drugs mm-hmm. or. Using drugs, using drugs as a part vol- of the experience voluntarily, right? And then shit went left. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's crazy. Yeah, and Mister Buck needs to uh, chill out. But it's just well, it's, it's a it's a touchy issue because yeah, I don't. There's, you, there's so much you don't know, right? Right, and because of the secrecy and the veil behind it all. Yeah, I did see. Did you see that video with the guy who was, you know, a sex worker? Also, he was hired by Ed Buck to come to his home, and they were gonna perform their acts or whatever. Uh-huh. And then the guy said that Buck offered him drugs after they had sex. I did see a report yeah. like that. And he and was like videotaping with his cell phone, right? And yeah, but my understanding is that people do it before, before yeah, to enhance the experience. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, word on the street in West Hollywood is like, <laughs> it's well known. It ain't even a secret. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mr. Buck fancies himself some black men for whatever reasons well, or proclivities. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is from a community standpoint, where do we now here? We're not protecting, again, our marginalized communities, our communities that are less valued, that are less forgotten about. That being with respect to R. Kelly, young black girls. And that being with respect to Mr. Buck, mm-hmm. gay black men. And I think that there's a, a societal devaluing of these specific groups right. where we're not protecting them. And what, what do we do as a community to try to protect ourselves? Those, are, to me, are the more important questions. Buck and R. Kelly be damned. Right. You know, what are those? But people, again, that's that's not low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. That's actually that's the tough the shit that you got to talk about. To ask, yeah. But... It's sad and unfortunate. Yeah, it's sad. But, I mean, I don't know. It does have a lot of questions and people... I don't know. See, I mean, I don't know if I would use the predator word. Because I don't know the circumstances of... A predator with respect to who? To Buck. Oh, okay. Because you, you don't know the circumstances. I mean, it could be a coincidence that they these two guys happened to overdose and die. It could be. The re- does it look bad? Hell yes. It sure. looks very suspect. But... To me, I, I use, uh, to me, I'm saying predator because mm-hmm. it's analogous to the R. Kelly situation right. in that there's a clear power dynamic. Mm-hmm. These men were poorer men, or at least men who had to resort to sex work mm-hmm. in order to make a living, mm-hmm. right? Where Buck is a wealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> campaign donor mm-hmm. who was donated to, you know, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, the Clinton. Large sums. Yeah. Uh, so there's a power dynamic there that makes a predator in one prey. Mm. And then there's also the coercion of, you know, manipulation through the use of drugs or through the use of promises for a career. And there's a coercion aspect there. So I think that that's why it's, I don't know about all that. it's, it's, it's predatory. And it's also specific to a group. If it was like a white guy and then a black guy or mm-hmm. a Latin guy, okay. Or if R. Kelly was interested in like, Young women, old women, grandmothers, <laughs> right. okay. Yeah. But it's a specific group. So that's why I see there's these patterns in practice that makes it predatory and specific mm. and strategic. Uh, mm, I don't know. 
What's, I don't know, but we're gonna leave that because that category is getting heavy. <laughs> That's and a lot. Yeah, we're here for fun. Have yeah. a ball. Yeah. And speaking of fun, child, category uh-huh. is what? marriage dissolution. It's time yeah. for a divorce party. Talk it's time for a divorce bestie. party. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Amazon, yes, mogul or CEO, mm-hmm. i.e., the richest man in, in the, the world. world. Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Yeah. I have this theory that like in a past life, I was an aristocratic white woman. Oh, wow. Wealthy. And I'm still daily trying to figure out why what? the universe sent me back this time as a damn near poor gay black man. Well. Why? No idea. Why? No I want to be Ms. McKenzie. Ms. McKenzie <laughs> Bezos in my next life. Listen, McKenzie, this is how you make an investment. So he met... Um, Mackenzie on a job interview. She was interviewing to work at his firm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so they actually had offices next door to each other after that. they At some point, they started dating. I don't know if she was still working there or not, but they dated for three months and got engaged, and then they were married within six months of starting to date. Without a prenuptial agreement? No prenuptial agreement. Yes, girl. And even if they... Yes. Yeah. And then they live in the state of Washington, which she's entitled to, based on their divorce laws, she's entitled to half of anything he acquired during the marriage. marriage. Yes. And she met him when he wasn't much. Not much. And now. Okay. Mr. Amazon. Yes. So she's entitled to half of what he, what he has. Why am I smiling? Like 60 or $70 billion. And then she's on top of that. $70 billion. Mm-hmm. She's entitled to child support mm-hmm. and alimony. And alimony. Sis. Girl. Jackpot. <laughs> Can I be your friend? I'm smiling. I feel like right. I'm, I'm smiling as if I know she her. She did that. She did She did that. Child. So mm. if she gets that much money, she'll be the fifth wealthiest person in the world. Off a of marriage. Off of a divorce. <laughs> well, true. Off a of divorce. Yeah. Child. That is crazy. So when I first read I'm the trying story, to make those life decisions. Right. Like she needs to <laughs> do did like I go a wrong? master class on this. Yeah, I want the book. Yeah. It's and coming. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, but there's some messiness going on here. Yeah, because when I first read the story, I was like, oh wow. Like, how do you get divorced after twenty five years? Like y'all can't work that out. Would you want to? I mean knowing that you could get half. <laughs> I would have been I would have been divorced. Right. I would have divorced when Amazon was just selling books. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Shoot, I would have cashed in early. Yeah, no, she's playing the long game. And so, wow. 24, 25 years. I mean, that's crazy. Like, I was, so I was thinking, like, why are you getting divorced after this this long of time? And so, then, like, the next day is when the story came out that he was having an affair with the wife of, like, their family friend. Wow. So it's like the four of them, you know, they were like double date and like everything. The embarrassment. Yeah. She must have felt the humiliation. Yeah. And that woman, because she, she probably thought that woman was her friend. Was her girl, was yeah. Was her girlfriend mm-hmm. that they do double dates they, with. Yeah. But meanwhile, she's trying to just live the life. Yeah. Ooh, messy. Yeah, messy. Messy. I mean, uh, you know, and not for nothing. I'm not, well, I am, but not that I'm commenting on women's looks, but that's no. straight up what, I, what I'm doing here. Um, so judge me if you're going to judge me, mm-hmm. but Mackenzie, just based upon the reports I've seen, she looks wholesome. She looks yeah. sweet. She looked mm-hmm. like she was just really like actually in love with him. Right. And the woman that he's with, Miss Sanchez, mm-hmm. her appearance to me is that of a, um, cocktail waitress. 
exotic dancer, okay. adult performer, well, if you will. Okay. She looks very. She has. She has that she aesthetic. Has, well, she's a spicy Latina. Um, it has nothing to do with her Latinaness <laughs> at all. It has everything to do with her, her choice look. and extensions. Yeah. And yeah. Her Botox yeah, and her makeup. It did, yeah. And her dress. Yeah. Her choices are that. She has a very specific aesthetic. aesthetic. Yeah, she does. And it looks like she's just not that. She doesn't look wholesome. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look like. That's all I'm going to say about okay. that. Okay. Okay. Well. I, I don't want to get attacked for talking about women's <laughs> so, appearance, but, yeah. but people know what I mean. Yeah, we got it. Read between the lines. Mm-hmm. We got it. I mean, I say she a gold digger. But. I mean, it was just messy. It's just messy. Mm. So, good luck with Kizzy, girl. Get that money. Yes. Secure that bag. <laughs> Child, but imagine getting to the lat level of gold digging. Yeah. Like, I'm messing with no millionaire. Honey, I need billions. That's how you do it, though. Child, from one shutdown of a marriage to the <laughs> shutdown of a government. Category is. Category is. Government shutdown. Government shutdown. Your president. Not mine. We ain't mine. Well, somebody's. But that person shut down the government. Over this damn wall. Over the wall. Like, you know, and I know people in D.C. are hurting right now. Yeah, they missed their first paychecks on Friday. You know, they sat there on December 30th making a New Year's budget and Mm -hmm. their financial goals, and they already out the gate. Yeah. Wrong. (laughs) Done. You know, can't even get start off 2019 right. financially sound. Mm-hmm. Nope. Gonna be playing catch up the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. People really live paycheck to paycheck. Believe me, I know. <laughs> you know, like, it's hard out here. It is. Yeah. And so he... And I only got my mouth and my dog's mouth to feed. I can't imagine having a human <laughs> like mouth. Like a family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can skip a meal. So many people <laughs> out of work just because of this BS. Yeah, it's a mess. It's yeah. totally a mess. Um, and it's not even affecting just government. It's affecting people who, you know, are government contractors mm-hmm. or like the salad place down by the government. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> I was in D.C. a couple of weeks ago and uh-huh. like rolled past the sweet green and it was closed. But it was yeah, just like, cause who are we serving? Nobody. But yeah, it's 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 crazy mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, a lot of things are happening in government. I think that this year is going to be a very political year. Oh, yeah. Because we're just gearing up for the next presidential election. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats really want Already. to do something. Well, we need to. But we need to do it right, though. Right. Like, well, who do you think is doing it right? Or ready right to now, do it right? I don't think anybody's ready, really. I don't know. Like, they got so many people trying to come up now. It's just like... Right. Well, you know, people are starting to throw their hats into the ring. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Hats yeah. into the ring? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I knew that. Um... And there's a lot of people going. First, I want to talk about the people who were just speculated at this point, who have not actually announced. Okay. So, you know, when someone's getting ready to run for president, I think historically there's certain things that people have been known to do. Yeah. That, like, is laying the groundwork mm-hmm. for a presidency. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, traditionally, one of those things is, like, release a book. Yeah. Like, Hillary did it. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama did it. Mm-hmm. With, um, Dreams of My Father. Mm-hmm. And the audacity of hope. hope. Yeah. was like, okay, I'm running for president. Yeah, and basically. like he went off his book tour into mm-hmm. his presidential tour. Mm-hmm. So Kamala Harris just released her new book called Truth We Hold, An American Journey. Mm-hmm. Well, it was released January 8th. So she's gearing up. Mm-hmm. I know that I think Wednesday or today, the, the, the day the podcast drops, mm-hmm. she's speaking at an NAACP uh, event. Okay. Yeah. So the events are getting high profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that she's not high profile. I mean, she's a senator from California, mm-hmm. former uh, former state 
attorney, right. but like the release of the book, mm-hmm. she's laying her groundwork to yeah. run for president. I, she hasn't formally announced, but I think she is. I read that she is going to announce around MLK Day. Wow, that's Monday. Yeah. So we'll see. We will see. Okay. Well, you know who also has been um, speculated to be announcing? Who? Is Cory Booker. <laughs> you know, he's vegan now. Is he? He is. And he mm-hmm. lost a lot of weight. So, you know. Mm-hmm. He lost my boobs. Like a proper gay. You're trying to get ready for the race. Yeah. You're trying to slim down. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> slim down for that date. Slim down for the right. beach. You know, you got to get ready for the for the race of your life. So, he's approaching the presidency how I would. I'd have to be in shape and looking snatched. good. Snatched. Snatched <laughs> for the presidency. Okay. Snatched to get these votes. No. Out here serving looks. <laughs> Same face, you know, but 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 truth be told, I can't have no vegan president. No, uh-uh. mm-hmm. that's poor judgment. I, yeah, no, poor judgment. <laughs> yeah, vegans. No, no, he should have kept oh, that. Then, then he gonna be trying to make the rest of the country vegan. Yeah, he gonna be good. shutting down the FDA. Mm-hmm. He gonna be releasing all the cows and the chickens. Yeah, and no. I like me some chickens and some scrimps, as, uh, as y'all learned earlier. <laughs> Uh-uh, I can't trust no vegan yeah, president. I mean, yeah, vegan is too. Uh, I can't have him in a situation where, you know, possibly, you know, going to war with other countries and then be like, stop, stop bringing my spinach salad and my quinoa. Yeah. I don't know. I know that sounds really ridiculous and stupid, but. It's a little extreme, but. It's extreme. It's extreme. I mean, I mean think- you could have a vegan president, sure, great, wonderful, but it's just like. I just don't see it for Corey, and I'm making light. That's yeah, all. I don't see it for Corey for a number of reasons. Yeah. And, I mean, we all know what they are, but... You know, sometimes things need not be said. <laughs> that's true. Just, it, it is known. It is known. It is known. Yeah. Okay, Who another else? person that's speculated for running is Kristen Gillibrand, senator from New York. Who is that? Just a blonde white woman. No. Ooh, don't do that. <laughs> She's really progressive. Okay. She's like a mentee of Miss Hillary. Okay. She like her. Well, she's nice. She wants there to be a woman president. She wants there to be. A, she, it's time. It's time. Well, but again, it's like it needs to be the right woman. It does not and, Elizabeth Warren because she's speculated, right? She hasn't announced anything. She's has also she? speculated. Yeah, yeah, she hasn't announced, but the president's still attacking her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough, right? Because I feel like if this were different political times. Mm-hmm. Any one of these people would be a great potential candidate. Right. However, this is not normal times. It's not. It's not. And you're going to, you got to be ready to go up against that orange maniac who was going to chase you around the date room, Mm -hmm. yell, scream, cut you off, Mm -hmm. call you names. Call you all kind of names. Heckle you, heckle your family. Mm -hmm. And I, I love Michelle Obama. You know I do. And I love the whole when they go low, we go high. But but mm-hmm. not here. Not today. We need somebody who's ready that to go work. low, too. Yeah, you got to get just as low. Low, 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 <laughs> low, 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 low. We need somebody like ready to go low. Like bottom jeans and a boots with the fur low. 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 Okay. <laughs> and all these people just seem too upstanding. They do. They so do. I'm, I'm saying I mean, this out of respect. Like, yeah. y'all seem like y'all have morals and values and, and ethics. Yeah. We need somebody who's going to go low. That ain't going to work, yeah against this man in order to beat him yeah. but then who has the moral fortitude to be like I did what I needed to do mm-hmm. now I'm switching gears yeah yeah and I want to represent this country with some dignity and some honor and bring back the dignity to the office but, but I don't know so who let's talk about who actually announced yes uh, Tulsi is that how you say it Tulsi 
I guess. Tulsi, Tulsi, Gabbert, Tootsie, Toot, not Tootsie, not Tootsie. Don't do that. Okay, sorry. She is not from um, Uncle Tom's Cabin <laughs> or uh, Tootsie. No, no, no. I'm thinking Tituba. Yeah, no, that's from the from, Crucible. Yes, Tituba. <laughs> Um, I guess it's Tulsi. I think it's Tulsi. 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 I don't know. Mrs. That's Gabbard. She's from Hawaii, Ms. right? Miss Gabbard's from Hawaii. Yeah. She was born in and American she, Samoa. Yes, she was. And she's, uh, she's Hindu. She's Hindu, yes. Yes. And she's she's younger than you, child. Ooh. <laughs> child. Shade. By like a few months. We're like the same right. age. Right, but still. Yeah. Whoa. But anyway. That's crazy. Could you? Do you feel like you'd be ready to be president right now? I mean, considering who's in office, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well that aside, that yeah. aside. I mean, I, mean, I couldn't imagine being. This I, I would toss this to like from, a high school president. Okay. Yeah, like Ooh. I couldn't imagine trying to run for president at my age. My like, girl, I'm still trying to figure out how to do my taxes. <laughs> TurboTax girl is free. Well, you know, you gotta click all the buttons, <laughs> right. all the things, and my numbers stay coming out wrong. Oh, you gotta do it like three times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Miss Tulsi wants to run. But there's some mm, issues with her. No, yeah, girl, no. Well, first of all, they're already questioning her eligibility because of the fact that she was born in Samoa. <sighs> American Samoa, though. American Samoa. There is a different Samoa. Right. Um, I didn't look at, you know, the Constitution. Is this another birther it. argument? It's a birther argument oh, that God, she's not even eligible. Go. Okay. You know, because she's from not even, like, they gave it to Obama, and he was from an actual state. Right. <laughs> she's from a territory. It ain't happening, Which sis. I think is okay, too. Right. But um, they'll find any way to... They'll find any way to knock her out. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also some other issues. Yeah. Because I mean, in 2002, she was a strong opponent of same-sex mm-hmm. marriage. Kevin Hart and she was back. Right. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking about that. Yeah, it's pretty much... But but she was like, I apologized, and I now changed my view, mm-hmm. and nobody's coming to her. Well, because you know she handled it head on. She didn't try to say, "I said what I said. I'm not going to apologize." Fuck that me. was years ago, <laughs> right. basically. You know, she handled it like a real bitch. Like, okay, I said it, and you know, yes, my views have changed, and I apologize for right. what I said. And I mean, she was also tied to organizations that were like supportive of conversion therapy Ooh, so yes, it's like yeah. sis you was you was hard in the paint she was for, hardcore for the anti-gays yeah, yeah so do she got a man not that that matters i'm not I trying to define does. her by her man but I, is she ms gabbard I'm, I, that doesn't matter none of that matters but i'm just curious i mean i think she does have a, a husband okay because i'm just saying like it's gonna be hard enough Ooh, no she's married twice that's what i read about her oh. yeah this is her second marriage uh, yeah where's she find the time to be miss congress woman and Oh, my child. <laughs> she putting in work. Work, 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 work. work. Yeah, so she got married in like 2002 and she was married for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. And then she recently got married like maybe a few years ago to her second husband. Yeah. Okay, she doesn't she, have any kids. Though. Okay, she doesn't have any kids. Yeah. See, and this is my thing. Cory Booker is not going to be a good candidate because he doesn't mm. have a spouse. <laughs> right. And... I don't see anybody running without a spot. Like that, that matters to it people. It matters to people. It does. It and does. you know, I couldn't imagine. I'm glad that she's married because I do think that her having a spouse will make it easier. I could not imagine a single woman running for president. Yeah, that would. You be, know all the shit single women yeah. get. Like that, it just wouldn't happen. All so at least, ladies. and it sucks in our society that like her having a man mm-hmm. somehow says something about her because it doesn't. 
but it's just like okay she's at least she can get a man she's not like some crazy cat lady like you know like <laughs> or some psychotic woman right like someone loves her uh-huh <laughs> maybe we can too right but it's messed up thinking that we have to think like that but you that know society now that you that said way. that i'm thinking about something else because a few um episodes ago we were talking about kamala harris and uh-huh. remember you said that black people would have a hard time connecting with her because she has a white husband yeah i said that so another thing about kamala harris is she does not have any children mm-hmm. and so i and think the distinction between her and miss miss gabbard, gabbard is gabbard mm-hmm. although she is a geriatric pregnancy <laughs> yeah she's 37 she's it 37, is what it is that's an old know? that's old to be starting to have kids yeah for a woman biologically right right at least there's the, the opportunity is still there it's still there i right. mean her royal highness is 37 She's 37 but i uh, i think kamala's passed yeah that yeah and i do think that as you said you know people do have that kind of not issue but like concern or that question like you don't have any kids Right. As a woman, you're why not a is nurturer. that? You're not, yeah. Like, you know, and then there would just be like, like because we do bitch. kind of put, yeah, these expectations on women to get married, to have children. If a man their age didn't have children, he's a confirmed bachelor. He's right. you know right. this you know George Clooney type person before he got married. But if a woman is single and or doesn't have kids, we think, what's wrong with you? Right. And that's the problem with society, I think. This is really interesting. You're opening my eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm having so many internal conflicts mm-hmm. having this discussion, but I think it's a real discussion that needs to be had. Right, because right. I do believe that, we, I would love to see a woman president, mm-hmm. honestly, because I never thought that I could just see a black one. Right. So I'm like, let's make moves. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Come let's on, ladies, it. step up. It's your time. Mm-hmm. And I think with Tulsi, pe- the some of the votership, or electorate might look at her like, oh, well, she might still want children. She could still have children. Could, right. If she gets pregnant, mm-hmm. that's not, the country's not going to be her priority. Right. Her children are. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the tick against her. Against her, yeah. And then you just explain the the points against mm-hmm. Kamala is mm-hmm. that, oh, well, she never had children. Mm-hmm. See, now these are all the things women have to battle in right. just terms of trying to get a right. job or a yeah, high power yeah. position. You see how I think we need a woman who is more Kamala Harris's age mm-hmm. that already had children. Okay. We need someone like a Michelle Obama. <laughs> I know she's not going to do not it. She's not interested. But, no, but we need someone like her level or her age, her mm-hmm. level of experience, experience right. whose children are off to college right. and not young, small children. Right, right. Because I don't think we could have a woman who has young children And either. she's taking them to because in this, like, kindergarten. She's a bad mom. She mm-hmm. doesn't, she's not taking care of her children at home. We need mm-hmm. someone whose children are like grown, grown college mm-hmm. age. Yeah. So I don't, I, I, I'm not hopeful for either of those women. Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes me upset. Yeah, because I want to be. On, I mean, I think Kamala Harris is probably the best bet. Me too. Because yeah, I just think so. With uh, Gabbard, girl, you're too young. Like honestly, you're just too young. And also, it's really, it's. I think it's only happened one other time in history where a congressperson has mm-hmm. gone on to be president. Oh wow. Usually, it's a senator. It's a senator. Someone yeah. with a more a more national mm-hmm. profile. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and you from Hawaii? Like, mm. that's like, is that barely? That's barely the state. <laughs> right. We only like them because of pineapples and like hula skirts. And okay. Stuff. And that's like, it. no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I but, mean, yeah. and then, then there's Julian Castro. Yeah. I don't see, I don't know much about him other than either. he has a twin brother. Like, that's it. Joaquin. Joaquin, yeah. And I like, his, I like him better. I think he's the cuter one, right? I just like his name. Okay. Yeah. But they kind of look like my ex. I, I've gotten feedback from some listeners uh-huh. and they like hearing about your personal life and you opening up 
and you stopped using words like we and started using words like boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So the listeners like it. Keep it up. Yes. So the Castro twins, they look like my ex. Okay. Yeah. Well, none of the uh, people look like my ex. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, Uh, in about... 20 years. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. No. 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 Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that we'll see. I'm excited. I, I'm not because it's going to be, it's going to be a dog fight, I think. And I don't, what I don't want to happen. And so we have one, two, three, four, five people so far, all some form of minority. Right. Because the Democratic the Party one, is going to want a minority to get it. Right. Beto hasn't said anything yet, but he might be coming. But I feel like people aren't checking for a white man, honestly. Okay, but I am. You, you, you're right because you said you know it would take a white person to beat that per- that person in office. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like everyone is some kind of minority, and America that, ain't really featuring minorities right, right now. Right, and I mean, that's where my concern comes Wakanda's in. Wakanda's not even winning at the Golden Globes and stuff. <laughs> right. You know, and they love them a minority. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just... Mm, I'm, Hollywood I'm, loves a minority. What I don't want, Bernie Sanders, you need to sit the fuck down. Oh, he's don't too try old. it this year. He's too old. Don't try too, it. He's too old. He don't He don't need to try it. He needs to sit. Yeah. Have, have several seats. Basically. Have a DNC convention worth of seats. How about that? <laughs> Um, well, I mean, we'll see. It's still very, it's very, still very early. early but... Honestly, I think Oprah should just run. Basically. And then her VP should be like, come on. Well, no, it can't be too. It could be like Julian Castro. Right, right. And then as soon as like she wins, she goes, she gets inaugurated, and then she quits. Basically. And then, he, then the VP comes the president. Yeah. And then we're set. Like, that's, you got to be strategic now. Yeah. And that's what I want to have. I want to, <laughs> y'all need to sit down, have a meeting, and be like, okay. Who are we gonna put up there? Because we don't we don't need to split the vote. No, it needs. To, Oprah should do it. Honestly, that's brilliant. And she could just resign as soon as she like gets inaugurated. Oprah ain't gonna do it. She's not trying to get Oprah all her businesses do up, it. though. I'm, but he ain't giving none of his businesses. Exactly true. All the rules have changed. Right. All the rules have changed. So I'm saying like, who's on that same level on mm-hmm. that same status? Like, Oprah is beloved. You're right. She is like Latrice Royale on <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Oprah is the dearly beloved. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody voting against Oprah. That's true. Then fifty three percent of white women that voted for Trump. Oh, they gonna vote for Oprah. They vote for Oprah. Oprah got it in the bag. Yeah. And then Oprah could just straight up bow out like ten minutes after. No, she nah, she should pick the china and stuff first and right. redecorate the house yeah. and then bow out. Yeah. <laughs> but like, be like, I'm not here for it. I'm gonna go back to my my mansion and my orchard and my and my harvest <laughs> and play with my unicorns right. and Gale and, and Gale. <laughs> yes. and shade. Well, that was a shade. Oh. <laughs> Not Stedman. Well, I mean, Stedman is just hey, mm-hmm. Stedman. Okay. Well, child, that was a fun <laughs> list of categories. But let's get into this listener letter. It's time for our listener. It's time letter. for the listener letter. It's time for the listener letter. It's time. It's time. <laughs> Percolator. <laughs> Percolator. All right. So the listener letter starts off. Hi, Justin and Maurice. I'm loving your podcast. I'm 30 years old and 11 months. I'm a white. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? We still count months. We still in count our 30s, months. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Okay. You don't want to claim to 31. Exactly. So I'm a 31 year old white guy living abroad. I'm not from this 
from the States originally, but I travel to the US frequently and I live in a big city. Being single for way too long, I'm using different apps to meet guys. As you know, dealing with guys online can be a weekly category because it's too damn much. So one of the many things that confuse me is when I talk to a black guy online at some point, but not all of them, it happens frequently enough to notice. I get a question. Have you ever dated slash slept with a black guy before? While I have a direct answer to that question, it baffles me as to why I get asked. Being a race ally, I understand the differences in culture and that maybe the person doesn't want to deal with quote unquote teaching me how to be with a person of color. Or do they just want to know if I can handle them in the bedroom with a big wink? <laughs> or maybe both. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheerio. 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 Um, I'm going to let you handle this. Why do I feel like this is a London listener? It could be. Cheers gives it away. Cheers, yeah, right. Yeah. And then it's like, I come to New York. <laughs> yeah. That's a like five-hour flight. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what were his exact questions again? So, he's basically asking, why does he get asked if he's dated or slept with a black guy before? I, I think that you should ask the people who are asking you. <laughs> That's one thing that you should do. Yeah. Uh, also, see, we accept listener letters. And we're here to give advice and to educate and to uh, share information. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that I can't really answer why other people ask you that question. Okay. You know, uh, I'm trying to help you here. What was his name? He didn't have a name. Can we give him a name? Yeah, let's give him a name. What's a good, what's a good uh, British name? Because you're British already in my head. Holmes. <laughs> Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. We'll call you Holmes. <laughs> Sherlock. Okay. Um, so, Mr. Holmes... I think that you have to really ask the people that you're talking with on these apps. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, I understand why you don't want to ask them because you don't want to seem combative. Mm -hmm. But again, there's just, I do believe that just due to history, that interracial dating is still uh, a topic for some people. It may still be taboo Mm -hmm. for some people. I think that there's levels of curiosity right. that um, are sometimes healthy, but can sometimes straddle on unhealthy in fetishization. Mm-hmm. And if you are an ally, as you claim to be, I think that you know you should, in your conversation with these individuals, you know, um, you know, tread lightly. Don't make it so much about their physical. You know, appearance. But it's the apps is always physical. Right. But he said he doesn't exclusively only talk to, like, okay, on those apps, you have some people who are exclusively seeking out black men. Right. If your profile's like that, I would suggest that you change it. Right. Because what that signals uh-huh. to black guys is that you're just trying to make me an object. Right. So that's my first piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I think that if you are just happening to engage or in conversation with mm-hmm. the black guy, mm-hmm. none of your conversation should focus on their physical characteristics right um and that's easy to do like okay i think it goes without saying that i see your picture i like your picture Mm -hmm. but we don't now have to talk about your picture and i don't have to request more pictures 
You know, well, no, you do. You need at least like five pictures. Okay, but if you get the with pictures, no sunglasses, then you don't need no to hats. refer to you know their endowment or their skin tone right. or their bodies or their musculature. Mm-hmm. You should keep it like, oh, you know, you're very handsome. Keep it handsome. Keep it generic, but be sure to ask questions about who they are as a person. Don't ask them questions about, you know, where are you from? It says in my profile, I'm from London. <laughs> like, I'm really going with this whole London you thing. You are. You know, it's, it says I'm from Camden, dude. Yeah. You know, it says I'm from Camden. You know, but like, don't then be like, oh, no, where are you really from? Mm-hmm. Because again, you're, it shows it's your focus and your whole approach is about, it's centered in their blackness. Treat them like a human being. Right. Treat them like Chet. You know? Like who? Like Chet. Is that a... Chet? Stick with my British theme here. Who buddy. is Chet? Chet, a white boy. That's like it's not, oh. not, not like the British Chad. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, that's that's just what I would do, uh, Holmes. Holmes. I mean, I don't know Holmes because I feel like Holmes only date black guys. Why do you feel like that? Because he says he deals with it enough to notice. And if it was just like, you know, every now and then or he was open to all different kinds of people, I don't think it would be as glaring of an observation. True. And I think that, I mean, the question is valid, I think, because I feel like these people... Whose question, his or the... The potential suitors. Okay. Because, you know, if it's on the apps, I feel like that's a more physical environment. Like, people get on there for physical things. To have a penis appointments? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I do think that these potential suitors are asking because they don't, they're either, they're trying to figure out your intention. Right. Is this just going to be a physical thing? Is it, you know, just going to be, or are you trying to really get to know me? Right. As a person. I think that if they're asking, have you slept with a black guy before? then they're probably only interested in sex. Right. If they're asking, you know, have you dated a black guy before? They're probably still only interested in sex. Because I think if you're trying to and you're wanting to get to know someone on a level, on a basis outside of sex, you wouldn't answer that question. Right. Because it shouldn't matter. Well, I, I disagree. I think that when it comes to black men dating white guys, mm-hmm. they're asking, hey, have you dated black men before? Yes. Okay. Well, how many? You know, mm, think, no, then that I think that people are trying to get they're trying to find ways to establish is this a pattern or practice, right? And like I think that the reason that black men may ask that question is a form of self protection, okay, to, so that they can know exactly what they're getting themselves into. Exactly, that's so true. So I too. think that that's um, Holmes. You need to allow people the space to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Don't be defensive about people asking those questions, mm-hmm. and you should answer them truthfully, right. so that people have the necessary information to mm-hmm. make their own decision. Now. You know, I think that, you know, these men are all going to respond differently Mm -hmm. because, again, black people are not all the same. We're not monolithic. Mm -hmm. We don't think the same. We have varied cultural uh, backgrounds. Mm -hmm. We have uh, different kinds of family structures, religious beliefs, Mm -hmm. lots of things that influence who we are as individuals. Uh, So I think that your response just will be different from each guy. And the one that's right for you will be right for you. Mm-hmm. But I think that you need to not make it about you. Because I think well, that's what it's not about him. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are not asking questions as an attack on you. I think that they're asking these questions to 
gain information to protect to, themselves. Right, right, right. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I was going because also I'm thinking like they're asking because they want to know what they're getting into. Right. Like if his answer is, yeah, I only date black guys, that could be a turnoff to some to some black guys. Because right. it could seem like a fetish. It could seem like you're objectifying me or you only want, you know, you're only interested in my physical attributes. Right. And, you know, black people, we don't want to be subjected to that because I think that we have been the sub- world does that to us exactly on a daily basis. exactly exactly right and so we don't want another person and even if it you know is someone that they're interested in dating or taking it further than just sex they don't want that right you know i'm sure that's happened to you before what you mean well we're not talking about me we're talking about homes <laughs> and i'm sure it's happened to you before i mean it probably has shit let me talk about but i, I mean, no letter in we're not talking about <laughs> me we're talking about homes we're sharing our lives but, I mean, I think it's a valid question for the guys to ask. And, you know, yes, I'm in an interracial relationship. And if at any point I felt like he was objectifying he me, my boyfriend <laughs> was objectifying or, right. you know, fetishizing me at any point, you know, throughout this, it would not have lasted as long as sure. it had. So I think that... I mean, I, I'm not in an interracial relationship. I've mm-hmm. dated interracially briefly before Mm -hmm. uh but i think that you know i think that whatever you are from different backgrounds and this is not even limited to race it's Mm -hmm. limited to culture Mm -hmm. ethnic group religion there's going to be a learning curve and there's going to have to be hard discussions that need to be had Mm -hmm. i think that if a muslim person's marrying a jewish person oh they're going to have a whole hell of a lot of hard discussions but it happens yeah you know so if you're a black person with a white person in 2019, that's not a big of a deal. It's been going on for millennia. Forever. Uh, but I think that you just have to understand that in that dating process, you're going to have to have some uncomfortable conversations that you mm-hmm. might have, not, might not have if you were dating someone of the of same the, race. Yeah. But, and that's a, you know, you know that, it's just, a, it's a, it's, but there's payoffs to right, it right, because right. you grow as an individual, that mm-hmm. person grows mm-hmm. and um, you see things from different perspectives. Yeah, that's right. And you're not limited in your worldview. Mm-hmm. So I would just, you know, encourage you to... We didn't get much information about how he handles these situations. Right, that's true. But don't look at these questions as being odd. They're not necessarily negative. Or negative. Right. I think that they're actually necessary mm-hmm. if people are looking to have a meaningful relationship with But what you. if they're just trying to fuck? Well, I'm not going to get into people's proclivities. <laughs> because that, that could honestly be a whole... We can go down a whole that rabbit hole with true. that as well. Yes, yes, yes. But, I mean... That's a valid question, too. Well, we'll answer that question at another time. <laughs> All right. All right. So, well, thank you for writing in, Holmes. Yes. And chip, chip, hooray. Why am I saying that? <laughs> Cheerio. Did you see Mary Poppins? No, I didn't see it. Okay. No, I actually, I did see a preview. Oh, I was saying that's chip, why. chip, hooray. Oh, okay. oh, no, I was watching the show mm-hmm. on uh, Netflix. Because, uh-huh. you know, I like these home renovation shows now yeah, yeah, yeah. that they renovate the um short stay like the airbnb like an okay. and there's one there's one called instant hotel in australia which uh-huh. i absolutely love okay and then there's uh stay here okay which is like in the u.s okay and uh they were they were saying last night hip hip hooray hip hip hooray <laughs> and i was like do people actually say that Not anymore. and it's been all, well cheerio young mint <laughs> thank you for writing in home cheerio young chop and if you guys want to send us a listening letter, be sure to do that on categoryispod at gmail.com. Yes, you can write us in questions uh, that about us. You can ask us questions about our life and we'll open up. 
Yeah. Oh, if you're writing in to get advice on your life, we'll give you advice. <laughs> uh, you can just write in a comment. Yeah. Or, you know, a congratulations mm-hmm. or someone. We'll be here on air for you. Yeah. And if you previously wrote us a letter, send us a follow-up. Yes, we want to I want to know what happened to Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda with the Honda? Rhonda in the Acura. Oh, Acura. Sorry. I don't know why I thought it was a Honda. All right, child. All right. Well, let's get into this next category. It's my favorite one. It is? Well, it's I said what I said. I said I what said I said. What I said. Who's going first? I'm going to go first. This why week. you go first? Okay, go first. Okay, because mine's going to be short. Okay. Over the weekend, yet another internet challenge popped uh-huh. off. The Bird Box challenge? Not the Bird Box challenge. Oh, okay. That shit was dumb. Yeah. Injuring poor babies out here for no reason. Mm-hmm. The other challenge, it's not even a challenge. I'm just so over the internet. This is when the internet makes money. I come to the internet mm-hmm. for three things. <laughs> what? Personal time. Memes. Mm-hmm. And news, maybe. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm on social media for the memes. Right. Give me the laughter. Okay. Uh, you guys posting this 10-year challenge? It is so stupid. Stupid. Yeah. I'm over it. I hate it. I'm tired of seeing all y'all ugly asses from 10 years ago. <laughs> I have to see you now. That's enough. But let me stop. Honestly, yeah. a lot of you look much better now. Y'all was Congrats hitting y'all. rough. Yeah. You know, ugly ducklings have grown up. Mm-hmm. But, but I still don't want to see it. No, it's a lot stupid. of y'all can't do math. It's 2019 <laughs> now. Why are you doing 2008 then 2019? Right. Or some people are still hitting you with a, a 2006, mm-hmm. a 2004. How's that the 10 year challenge? 1998. You know? Mm-hmm. And then y'all trying to recreate like the same pose with yeah. the same shirt. Yeah. But it's like, what's, their, there's, what's the challenge? You went and found a picture from 10 years ago. Okay, okay you've grown. You. you still look the same. Yeah. But, you know, now you have a little bit of weight on you, a little bit of weight <laughs> off. Yeah. Your hair straight when it was curly. Yeah. It's so, especially this is so self-indulgent of a challenge. Yeah. It just shows you like, the internet is just really dumb. Dumb. Dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb. Dumb. And it's just like, no one wants to see this. Yeah. I hate the internet. I, I, it's, I hate social I, media. It's a love-hate relationship. It is. Because some challenges are cute. Like, some of them are, but... You know, like, I like the dance challenges, like the little level-up challenge with Sierra. I like <laughs> when people are actually doing, are doing something. Okay, okay. But for you to post a picture, a picture, it's like you're on your self-indulgent social media. Mm-hmm. Now we're like, ooh, we get Flashback Friday. How Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Way back Way Wednesday. Way back Wednesday. Y'all do this all, all the time. Every freaking week. So how's it a challenge that we get to see you from 10 years ago? Right. And y'all don't even know how to do math. I'm just over it. I'm over it. I hate it when I see it. Yeah. A couple people have made it funny. But, but aside from that, mm. it's boring. It's uninvented. Did you see I'm that meme where it was um, on the left-hand side, it said ugly. And then <laughs> on the right side, it said still ugly. Still ugly. Yeah. That's basically what it is. That's, That's pretty much what that. it is. Yeah. But I hate social media because I was on social media over the weekend. And did you see that these people created an Instagram account for the sole purpose of dethroning Kylie Jenner for the most liked picture on Instagram. They posted a picture of an egg. I saw the egg. It was a pretty egg. Though. <laughs> I mean, I never seen an egg like that in a grocery store. Shop right, like it's probably computer no, generated. That, that golden ass right. egg with them beautiful freckles. Yeah, it was all spotted. But like 20 million people like this freaking picture for an egg. The internet is bored. Child, bored. Y'all just need to stop. 
this board. But I'm tired of seeing the 10 years. Yeah. Let it stop. Hopefully we can get a better challenge next week that I can rag you all on there. But that was my <laughs> I said what I said. All right. My I said what I said this week. It might be a little controversial for the people. You think? I think so. I have a no solicitation policy when I'm at work. Okay. I don't have any kids. Okay. Y'all at work need to stop coming up to me because every week somebody's kid has got a fundraiser. Oh, no. I'm not buying pizza from your kid. I'm not buying cookie dough from your kid. I'm not buying... uh, Candles. Candles (laughs) from your kid. I'm not buying a pack of seeds from your kid. I'm not buying anything. Because if you buy from one, you got to buy from everybody. Well... I make exceptions for Girl Scout cookies, though. Them's I do buy. (laughs) I buy those from the man on the subway platform. Oh! Not the man! (laughs) He ain't got no kids around him. I don't know where he get these cookies from. I do not know. But oh, no. and he always got a deal on them. They'd be like two dollars off. Oh, really? Each box. Yes. He he boosted the cookies <laughs> off somebody, off some I poor little girl. I don't ask no questions. Ugh. He got my thin mints. I'm good to go. And uh, my lemonades, I'm good to I, go. You know, I love the lemonades. Those, yeah, those uh. are the good ones. But I'm not buying them from you at work. Like, no. Like, cause if you buy from Brenda, then here comes Susie with hers. Here come Dan with his. Here come, you know, Ron with his. I'm like, mm mm, it's too much. I'm not buying any of this stuff. It's always nasty. And I'm just I'm just over it. Yeah. To me it just makes it uncomfortable like proposition. Right. Because you it's feel like obligated. obligated. Yeah. Because and you they see guilt these people you. every day. Yeah. They guilt you into doing mm-hmm. it. And then it's just like you know, these people know that you make money because you work, right? Right. right. They don't know what your bills are set up like, <laughs> right? Or how you got to spend your money, or right. what budget you on, right? And they just just assume that like I'm here to make money, not lose not it. lose it. Well, we're trying to send the kids on a on a field trip. Okay, them ain't my kids. Right, <laughs> they'll get there somehow. But it's also kind of like you know that feeling that you get when all your friends are getting married or mm-hmm. having babies, and you know. You have to get wedding gifts and engagement right. gifts and bridal shower gifts mm-hmm. and then gender reveal gifts, which mm-hmm. are dumb. dumb. And then you have to get baby shower gifts mm-hmm. and then sip and see gifts. Yeah. And it's just like, well, damn, I'm not married. I don't got no children. Where's mm-hmm. my gifts? Where's the return on that? Yeah. You know? And if you don't have no children, it'd be different if you had children that you could right. cart your little shit around exactly. too. Exactly. But you don't. I, but I don't. So I'm not buying it. And I, I said know. what I said. I know that's right. <laughs> now it is time for... Tens, tens, tens across the board. My tens this week, I'm giving to. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. I'm gonna Marseille. 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 Marseille Martin. Marseille Martin. From y'all know her from Blackish. Little sassy little girl. She is so funny. Yeah, she's like my favorite character. Is her character named Dana or Renda? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) but I like her. She's funny to me, and she made history actually. As the youngest person to be executive producer of a major motion picture. So she has a new film coming out called Little, which stars Regina Hall and Issa Rae from Insecure. The trailer looks hilarious. It looks super it funny. It looks so funny. It's almost like a Freaky Friday kind of right. um, movie, but it's it's just hilarious. So Regina Hall plays like this kind of bitchy boss character. And then she has some kind of interaction with this little girl and then the girl puts a spell on her basically uh-huh. and then so Regina Hall's character wakes up the next day and she's 
like her younger self again. So, so it just looks hilarious. <laughs> and I am, I cannot wait for it to come out. Cause yeah, Issa looks really funny. In it yeah. Too. Yeah. At first I was like, Oh, she's kind of playing herself, you know, like for insecure, but, right. but the, the whole trailer is just hilarious. So I'm she's, just still, she's still working for, we got y'all crossover. But yeah, I'm excited to see that. So congrats to Marseille for that. Yay. Well, my attend this week mm-hmm. goes to Missy Mistelina Elliott, who was really? finally inducted. Oh, yeah. Was finally inducted into the uh Songwriters mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Yeah. The first African American hip hop rapper. Rapper mm-hmm. artist yeah. to be inducted. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. Missy is a legend. Mm-hmm. She crosses all genres. She's written for all, you know, kinds of artists that you know and do not know. Do not know, too, yeah. She has her foot in country, mm-hmm. gospel. She's big into girl groups. Missy knows her music she her does. music theory. She's really, she really changed, like, the game. She is so important to, like, the late mm-hmm. 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even from her, her music aside, from a mm-hmm. production, production standpoint, yeah. I mean, Missy is gold mm-hmm. gems yeah, just yeah. everything and i love her mm-hmm. and uh she gets my tenses week Tense. i'm very proud of her yeah. black woman do a hot thing yeah. although yes. i'm a little mad because mariah didn't get voted in she'll get it next time she's long overdue yeah but Mar- i guess but missy's written for everybody mm-hmm. you know like missy's made careers i mean there'd be no tweet without a missy there'd be no Aaliyah without a missy tweet Okay, well, all right. Well, you know, I know her. That's all that matters. <laughs> We're not going to say how, but... Oh, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I really do love Missy. I'm okay. just going to give her my tens, Tense girl. for We're you, proud Missy. Of you. We are. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our show. Yes. We'll see you next Wednesday mm-hmm. around, you know, afternoon time. Right on time. Right on time. Before your evening commute. Yes. We yeah. always get to you before your evening mm-hmm. commute. So remember to write in at category is pod at gmail.com. And just we want to hear from you, feedback, or we want to hear listener letters. Ask us questions about ourselves. Yeah. Give us a category. <laughs> what you want to hear. Yeah. We'll discuss it here on the pod for you. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on all things social media at Category is Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah, and then don't forget to subscribe yes. on whatever platform you listen to. We are on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Music, Google Play, mm-hmm. Stitcher. And Spotify. And Spotify. Yes. So remember to subscribe there, rate, and review. Five and don't stars. forget to share. Definitely. Yeah, all right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. week. Bye. Bye.